I'm David Enders, in for Malika Bilal, and this is The Take. We are coming to you on Saturday and Sunday as Israel's war on Gaza continues to bring you the latest updates. Today, Gaza's largest hospital is no more, after Israel ordered everyone to leave before its soldiers took over completely. An estimated 7,000 people were inside Al-Shifa Hospital, including premature babies, badly injured patients, and displaced families sheltering from the violence. But it wasn't the only safe haven targeted by Israel. Deadly airstrikes hit refugee camps in northern Gaza and in the occupied West Bank. It's Saturday, November 18th. As we record this, it's 12 noon GMT. That's 2 p.m. in Gaza and 7 a.m. in Washington, D.C. Israeli soldiers have laid siege to Al-Shifa Hospital for the last week. Then at 9 o'clock this morning, Dr. Munir Abarish, the Director General of Gaza's Ministry of Health, says Israeli forces called to give staff one hour to evacuate the entire complex. The Israeli occupation forces also warn that all those leaving the hospital must wave white flag or white handkerchief. This was a very humiliating scene. Needless to say that many of those who left the hospital were carrying an injured infant or a sick child or a wounded elderly man. All those who left were forced to walk in a single file, a single line, and they were humiliated by the Israeli soldiers all across the road. Five doctors and a few nurses remained behind to take care of the most severe cases. Staff had already removed dozens of premature babies from incubators earlier this week because of a lack of oxygen supplies. Doctors said one of those babies died before Saturday's evacuation, and that Israeli forces refused to let others leave the hospital. The fourth newborn baby was killed this morning. He died, and I myself buried him in the hospital yard. The Israeli occupation forces refused to have those infants leaving the hospital before we left. We try to maintain their body temperatures, and we hope that they will survive and they will make it. The evacuees included people who were wheelchair-bound or bedridden. Others suffered amputations or other major injuries. They are all being forced to move to southern Gaza, where Al Jazeera correspondent Yumnal Sayed filed this report from the city of Han Yunis. Now, the first hospital that the people can meet on their way from uh, Gaza City to the south is Al-Aqsa Martyrs Hospital, and that's in the central part in Al-Burej itself. But to get to that area, they need to walk at least six to seven kilometers to get to that area where they can start getting any kind of transportation because they have no ambulances functioning or uh, even available to take that great number of patients to the south. And the Israeli army has not provided them with any other solutions, with any means of transportation, with any fuel to transfer 
those patients, those displaced families to the South as they were ordered to do. Israeli airstrikes also targeted a school housing refugees on Saturday, shortly before we recorded this episode. Breaking news now, the Israeli military has bombed the Al-Fakura school in the northern Gaza Strip. Now, this is a United Nations-run school inside the Jabalia refugee camp. This is also the second school that was bombed since Friday. Al Jazeera correspondent Tariq Abu Azoum said that many of those killed had already been displaced once. Jabalia refugee camp generally and in normal days is a very densely populated area. Each school in the north or, or even in the south of Gaza Strip is very crowded with people. It seems any attack that would take place inside one of these schools will cause catastrophic loss in lives and also will cause such dramatic uh, change in the situation of the north. And also people there, they say that we don't have any other safe shelter to go. We are in our houses, we have been bombarded, we went to the hospitals, it also was attacked. Uh, attacked and at the same time even United Nations shelters are not yet a safe place for us so they are trying to push them to move to the south meanwhile similar attacks had been uh, had been carried out in the south of the Gaza Strip. Meanwhile Israel is also stepping up airstrikes and raids in the occupied West Bank. There were scenes of panic and chaos uh, after this Israeli airstrike and ground incursion into the Balata refugee camp near the city of Nablus. That's Al Jazeera correspondent Zain Basravi in Ramallah. Israeli forces raided just east of the city at around 4.30 a.m. local time. Right around morning prayers, bulldozers were seen going in, tearing up streets, destroying local memorials. Now, we're hearing that these kinds of airstrikes, the use of drone strikes, the use of unmanned kamikaze-style drones, this is something that has become more and more common in the last few weeks. In fact, this, this airstrike that just took place is the first time an airstrike has been used on Nablus since the second intifada. So this uptick in the use of air power is something of great concern to Palestinian residents, to observers in the international community as well, who see this kind of uptick as a dangerous trend. And that's The Take for Saturday, November 18th. Please join us again here tomorrow. This episode was produced by Miranda Lynn and mixed and hosted by me, David Enders, in for Malika Bilal, with Zaina Badr, Khalid Sultan, Sonia Bagat, Amy Walters, Sari Akhalili, Faranisa Kempana, Chloe K. Lee, and Ashish Malhotra. Alex Roldan is our sound designer. Alexandra Locke is The Take's executive producer. And Ney Alvarez is Al Jazeera's head of audio.